Brick and Mortar Reporter, episode 90. Oh my gosh, 90? Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now, here's your host, Christy Hostler. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter. My name is Christy. I'm so glad you decided to join us on the podcast today. I have some exciting things to talk to you about, and we'll get right into that. But first, before we even first, before we even start um, talking about what we're going to talk about on the show today, I want to let you know if you need a website for any reason whatsoever. Um, I use Bluehost for my hosting services, and you can set your website up the exact same way I did. When I started, I didn't know anything about how to do it either. Now I have several websites, and I do them all, and I'm always constantly learning and adding things and um, figuring new things out about enhancing my website. So um, if I only had more time to do it, I'm sure I could have a killer website. But you can do it too. It doesn't take that much um, knowledge of programming or anything like that when you use WordPress. So the best way to figure out what website to do is go to brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. Once you get there, there's just a box for you to type in what URL and, and what web address, I should say, you want to get. Then it will tell you if it's available. It will tell you how much it is. If it's not available, it will give you some alternatives that might be close, and you can decide from there. Sign up for it. Once you sign up for it, I'll send you a bonus that tells you the plugins you need to go ahead and add on your website to get started and set it up in a way that's user-friendly, but also that's able to be found by the search engines and that will also keep the bad people away from your website, like the spammers and people like that. So all things you have to consider, but it's easy enough to do brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website and from there it's very easy and I will send you the bonus once you go ahead and get your website taken care of. So now I wanted to talk to you today about first about the podcast. Um, At this point we are uh, again having a record-breaking month on the podcast. We kind of started building in October to where we were doing uh, interviews. Be darned if we couldn't get one. I'm just going to talk to you about my business. And so we have gone from there and we are slowly gradually building and every month we get more and more downloads. And so I'm extremely thankful for that. Um, It's I don't know really um, exactly what if there's one source of people finding out about the podcast or anything like that. I think it's more just people stumble upon it. And I don't know how you found us particularly, but thank you for finding us. And if you find anything we're talking about useful today, share it with a friend. I will tell you this. I truly believe you can learn to do just about anything in this world with just two websites or two web tools, I should say. And that is YouTube and podcasts. So anything you want to do, and you guys right now there are a ton of of great new podcasts coming out that will teach you anything you want to know and that will uh, deal with any problem you need. You can probably cancel your um, therapist appointment and just get all the stuff you need from a podcast because I tell you there are tons of great 
ones out there. And so because you can get this new and great content all the time, it just is like there's this wave of creativity bubbling up um, with people in, uh, you know, all across the United States that are just finding out that this is a whole new world that's opened up to them and they can find out anything they need to do if they want to quit their job, if they want to be better at their job, if they want to be better at their marriage, they want to be better at their life, their health, whatever it is. You can learn it on a podcast. And the great thing about podcasts is that you can take them with you wherever you go. It's one of the only things you can do and truly multitask at. I use it when I'm doing anything I do around the house. I listen. I'm a huge podcast consumer. So if you see me out poopy scoop in my yard with my headphones on, I will be listening to podcasts. If you see me in the house vacuuming, I will have headphones on. If you see me on the back canal with a fishing pole, I will have a headset on with my podcast on so I'm always listening do it while I'm driving do it while I'm walking doing all the time and I can learn so much and then I can come back and apply it to whatever area of my life so it's a great way to have actually positive media going in your head and your brain to help reprogram some of our negative thoughts and negative patterns that we have. And, you know, let's face it, there's not, if you're listening to what they call terrestrial radio, um, because you don't, uh, maybe you don't have satellite radio or anything like that, or even, you know, you, you just, your choices are limited. It's frustrating for me because even when I drive from where I live into work every day, um, I can't pick up the same radio stations all the way through. There's like two I can pick up all the way through, but the ones I really want to listen to, I can't listen to all the way through. So it's difficult to find things um, that you want to listen to on just terrestrial radio, and podcasts are a great way to stream and fill fill the void there. And the great thing about podcasts is you can do them in such a way that you're not using any of your data on your plan. If you have a, a cellular or mobile device that you're using, uh, if you're on Wi-Fi, you simply go in and download the podcast to your device whenever you're on Wi-Fi. And then you take that with you, and the only thing you're using is a little bit of your battery life. You're not using any of your data. So it's important that you do it in such a way it's free, and there's no reason not to consume it because there's so much time that you actually have that you could actually be learning during the day. So I'm a huge proponent of podcasts, and I don't know how you found us, but I appreciate the fact that you did. We're um, working to get out there a little bit more. I'm working on, I've got some new software that I'm working to try to um, get better at with a social media and things like that and to get more um, promotions going on and that sort of thing. So stay tuned for that. But thank you for listening. We're on track to have a um, better December than we had October November, and November. Um, so, and even September, we're, we're, we're on track to have our all-time best month, I should say, in the history of the podcast. The podcast has started in March of 2014, so we're going on nine months now. Nine months of me doing this and still, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and at this point, it is still a hobby. I have not made a dime from it. It costs me every single month to put out this because I have to pay for my hosting services and my website and all the other things in it. So um, that will be coming soon. If you do buy a website through brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website, um, that is an affiliate, and I'm a, an affiliate of my hosting service. So I do get a small commission off that. Um, helps buy the bags of dog treats and things like that. So Anyway, just wanted to put that out there. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your support so very much. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today 
And uh, just to give you a brief update, I have had a couple of nights um, of about um, steady, I guess is the only way to describe it, steady business. It seems that um, I'm at a point where I can, you know, steadily count on walking away with maybe $60 every single night net after I've paid my rent down at the pier, which, you know, granted, it's not huge, but again, we're, we're in a slow time right now. And I need much more than that to live off of. But the good news is $60 to the positive still beats the heck out of negative or zero, right? So you got to look at it that way. At the same time, I'm learning, I'm getting better at what I'm doing. Um, I'm also uh, getting to the point where we will have higher volume. So I'm also really trying to work on what can I do to make sure I can serve my customers faster so that they don't lose anyone from having to wait. So working on those type of things, but the good news is I can get paid while I do that by being down there at the pier every single night and trying to make whatever money I can make. It's not enough to cover the bills, definitely, trust me, it's not. You can't, probably you can't live off $60 a day, and I can't either, um, and have all that you need to in your life. And so, um, but anyway, that's kind of beside the point, because I know my time will come with that. But what I have noticed is, and it's it's something that's happened before to me, but in that point in time, I was I was struggling a little bit more than I am now. And it's everybody seems to have advice. And I don't, and please don't think that I am against getting advice. Some of the best ideas for my food cart have come because people have said, why don't you this and why don't you that? So I love that. And you as a business owner will have that happen tons of times you will have it happen your customers will tell you that your friends will tell you that and and that's good it's good that people feel comfortable telling you ideas and it's the problem is not the ideas the problem is that you as a business owner then have to discern what will and will not work you not only have to discern that but you have to discern how closely these suggestions come to what your actual market is demanding. Now, it's interesting to me, I'm right now, my main products that I'm serving are my um, ice cream and coffee are the, the two highest ones, and then my cryopop. I'm still working out some bugs with my pizza, and I haven't gotten that down to the point of being able to really um, produce that with any efficiency and have good results to turn those out in a way that will add a good revenue stream there. So I'm still working on that and probably going to try to figure out something with that. But those but those are the things that I'm selling. And I could, at this point, um, I really only sell coffee. I mean, as far as the coffee-type drinks. There's a lot that I can do with that. Um, I've even got, you know, because I have liquid nitrogen on my food cart, I could even do some kind of a a hot drink that I turn cold or something, a coffee drink that I turn cold with liquid nitrogen. I've got to do some experimentation with that. Again, an idea from somebody. But the interesting thing is, is that you will, as a business owner, get a ton of ideas 
from people, your customers, your friends that are actually valid. One of the first ones I got is um, I had gotten the creamers because I knew a lot of people like cream in their coffee. I personally drink it black, but people like cream in their coffee. And so I got the creamers. And I got regular, and I got vanilla, French vanilla, and I got hazelnut. I thought those are the three that people use. And very quickly, I started having people make comments about having original um, creamer, you know. And, and it's not the powdered kind. People don't want the powdered kind. Um, but it was the poor kind, you know, the kind you pour. It was just normal, basic, original, classic creamer. And they started wanting half and half. They would ask, do you have half and half or do you have, you know, something? They, they didn't want the, the creamer. And I started looking at that, and I think there's, um, there's a lot of, I guess, artificial chemicals or artificial ingredients in it or something like that. And people would just have reg- rather, rather have regular half and half. So at this point, I will only be buying half and half as my regular creamer because people seem to like that. When I give them the choice, they choose that every single time. So that, and I've actually had people not buy coffee because I didn't have half and half. So I started thinking maybe I should. And then when I did, it completely validated that that's the direction I need to go. I don't really care. It doesn't, you know, I got to buy one or the other. And price-wise, I think half and half um, I haven't compared it per ounce because they kind of come in different measurements of, of as far as the container. But I haven't compared it. But I think half and half is probably actually cheaper than than adding the, all the other chemicals <laughs> to it. So I think I, you know I think I, that's you know win in my favor because it costs less, and at the same time it's what people want. So that's something that I'm really going to do now. I also get crazy. I don't want to even call them crazy. They are definitely good intentioned and everyone comes from their own perspective now I'm sitting down on the pier with a lot of artists and a lot of artists are very aesthetic Um, they're looking for visual balance and they're looking for you know they just see things in the world very differently than you or I would who are, are not artists if you're not an artist and I'm not throwing back on artists but I have had feedback, oh, you need you need something flowing that's got movement on it that will catch people's eye and draw them over here. And, and I do understand that. And I think that's not a terrible idea. It's not. It's really, really not. And it's probably something I'm going to do. In fact, at one point in time on my old food cart, I did have wind socks on both sides. They were like the, you know, uh, Conch Republic and the Island type uh, wind socks. And I'll probably put those back at some point in time because it did give that movement. It caught in the wind and moved and got people's attention. And I'll probably put those back on at some point in time. So it's not a terrible thing. They're a terrible idea. But here's the thing. I have to look at it realistically and say, let's face it, I have the biggest almost the biggest food cart down on Mallory Square. From all four sides of my food cart, you can see and read across the pier, pizza, coffee, ice cream, and and you can see what I sell. Now, on top of that, if you're in front of my cart or even to the side of my cart, I have the posts that hold up my cart in the front wrapped with these bright blue, they're lights, they're like Christmas lights, but they're in the shape of an ice cube. So they're lighted, and they the blue is visible all over the pier. And then if you're on the very front of my cart, 
and you can see the, the lights wrapped around the poles on front or back or sides or whatever. And if you're in the very front of my cart, I've added some new LED lights around my front banner so I can, you know, it's like 32 different color patterns and, you know, it can jump, it can flash, it can chase, it can run, it can, you know, spin. I mean, all these different things that it can do. So I've got a lot of attention getting things. With all that, um, I'm doing a pretty good job, I think, of getting people's attention. So what I have to do is not necessarily look and separate what idea is a good idea and a bad idea, but what could possibly generate more revenue for me right now because that is my critical focal point. Um, I have got to generate more revenue. So by adding the half and half instead of the other cream that I had, had gotten, I actually gained revenue because some people ask about the creamer before they purchase the coffee because they want to make sure. They don't want to buy the coffee and then be like, ugh, I can't drink it because I can't deal with your creamer. So, sorry, I can't talk about coffee without drinking it. So, But anyway, do you see what I'm saying? So there's a difference in someone giving you advice that will produce revenue and somebody giving you advice that won't. I have had people on this show being interviewed that have told me um, people will say all kinds of crazy things to them. And they, you know, even to the point of, oh, you should get a bigger space and you should add this and you should add that and you should add the other thing. Oh, if you only carried this and, and uh, you know, I had, there's a one restaurant I had. Um, it was, it's, it's Heidi Troll from Grits and Groceries who was trained and in, in one of Emeril Lagasse's chefs in uh, in the French Quarter in, in New Orleans, and she moved back to South Carolina and kind of where her roots were and bought a farm and made a restaurant there. And her restaurant really, truly is in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's just in the middle. It's like at the four-way stop of the only four-way stop in the town, you know, and there's no town <laughs> around. So, I mean, it really is in the middle of nowhere. But she raises her own pigs and she grows her own vegetables and she, you know, uses a lot of the agricultural Uh, people around the area to grow her products and she turns out some fantastic food and she was coming on the show and she was talking to me she said you know I've had people say well why don't you just add hot dogs to the menu and she's like you know (laughs) I'm a chef I don't do hot dogs you know if you want hot dogs you can go down to the corner gas station and get them two for a dollar and so if you really want hot dogs, that's probably where you need to go. You don't need to come to me. And that was her thought process because, like, you know, she said, if I took everyone's advice, I would have a menu 18 miles long, and it would be, it would not be true to who I am or who my business is. And so with me, I have to look and see. I mean, I get people all the time telling me I should add this or I should add the other thing. And it's just, I mean, I'm dealing with limited space and a limited amount of time, limited amount of electricity that I can use. And so I can't just add every single thing that that people want at the same time. um, Many times people are asking, can you add this or add that? But at the same time, they're not willing to buy it. I had somebody last week, in fact, I had two people last week ask me if I had anything decaf. And I, or actually, let me let me back up with that and say I had a couple stop by the other day and ask if I had tea, hot tea, and they were like an Indian couple. So I figured, you know, tea is just something that they they view the same way we do coffee. And I didn't, but it didn't make any sense for me not to because I had boiling hot water right there. I had sugar. I had you know creamer. I had whatever they needed 
to make tea. I just didn't have the tea bag. And I thought, now that's simple enough. I have tea right here at my house. I'd make it and drink it every day. I just need to throw a few tea bags in. And if people want it, then I have it. It's not a huge space. doesn't take up space. didn't add anything to what I had to do. But at the same time, if somebody came by and wanted it, you know, that's a few more dollars that get added to my revenue. By that same token, I had added it the next day. And since then, I've sold probably five, five teas, um, hot teas, for uh, people walking by that just didn't drink coffee, but they wanted something hot. Now, somebody, some other people ask for decaf. Do you have decaf anything? And at that point in time, I didn't. So I went ahead and I bought some decaf coffee and some decaf tea or some herbal tea so that if people ask for that, I could have it. Now, since I did that, nobody's come by to buy it. You know, so the very same people that recommended it or said I should get it haven't bought it and I haven't had to use it. But I have it there waiting for it. Now, it doesn't take a lot of space. It wasn't a huge investment. So I could do that. But I'm just saying you'll get this all the time. It doesn't matter what what business you're in. And what you have to do as a business owner is you have to look and see, number one, how much will this cost me to add? You know, does it mean you have to add an extra machine? Does it mean you have to add extra space? You know, do you, can you do it with what you're already existing? And you will get some ideas that will actually be just a different way to use what you already have at your place. Um, whether it's a machine that's already being used or you could do something this way or that way, and that's great because then you can add it at no extra cost to you. If somebody orders it, great. That's one more order you got that you didn't, you know, didn't have previously. But if it's going to cost you a lot of money, you need to do a whole lot of thinking before you just add that on. You know, ask your current customers, if I added this, would you buy it from me? Or do you feel that you need this service that I'm fixing to add? Is it going to be something that you would buy from me since you're already my customer? If your existing customers wouldn't even buy it from you, then why in the world would you add it on? Right? Because your existing customers are going to be the most likely to buy it from you anyway. So you have to ask yourself all of these questions and to try to figure out, number one, could it be another revenue stream? You know, and if it's just a matter of, you know, adding a different condiment or something small like I had at changing my creamer or adding a tea bag, you know, that is simple. That's a, you know, that's less than a $5 change. Boy, I can do that all day long. Well, not really, but I, I did. And so you really have to look and just take people's ideas. Always be gracious about them. I always act as whenever people tell me their ideas, I always act as if whether I think it's a great idea or not, I always act as if it's a great idea. I don't start um, verbalizing any objections that I have to it. You know, I, I really don't. I always, you know, it's funny because with my food cart, you know, people will see the things I've done and, you know, I'm adding signage and I'm adding this or I'm changing that. And, you know, they'll come by and say, oh, you, you know, like what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. But then they want to add something else. And I'll just always tell them, oh, that's a great idea. You know, it's a work in progress and just kind of let them know that, you know, I put their idea on the idea or the wish list or something like that and thank them for it because if they if you thank them for it let them know that you're open to the feedback they will continue to bring you that feedback and then it's up to you to separate the chaff from the wheat it's up to you to determine what is valid and what isn't not even what is valid and what isn't but what is doable and what doesn't what, what makes sense um you know, I had a, a guy that was, I was interviewing, it was on a dance, he had a dance studio, and his, 
uh, he kept getting people telling him he, they should do another location across town. They should do another location across town, another location across town. It would be more convenient. So he did. He went out and got another location across town, and guess what? People didn't come. And people will tell you that all day long whenever they're not putting up the money for it. And so always, if you get people saying you should do this or you should do that, you know, at this point in time in business, you could actually sell an idea or sell a product or service in order to validate the idea. You know, if people tell you that that's a great idea, are they willing to prepay for it? You know what, if you'll go ahead and buy it right now, I'll work on getting it. And so go ahead and, you know, get their money. If they're telling you it's a great idea and you should do it, get their money. If they're not going to give you their money for it, then you do have to think twice about it. But, you know, if you're developing additional products or services, you can get people to go ahead and pay and uh, give them a special pre-launch uh, price or pre-sale price and let them know that the price is going to go up later. But if they'll go ahead and pay now, they'll have that rate locked in. You can do all kinds of things to actually get your customers to pay you to get that product or service in development. And so it's just one of those things where, um, you know, you as a business owner have to disseminate between what a great idea, and you can't just keep chasing every single thing um, that people bring to you um, because it's got to line up with who you are and your brand and your identity and what your purpose is there anyway. So I get hit with these all the time. If you are in business and dealing with the public, I'm sure you do too. But be kind and be gracious whenever people give you these ideas and then take them into consideration. There are some that you will absolutely use and there will some that you will be like, that is, I'm so grateful that they told me that because otherwise I wouldn't have known, you know. But other ones you have to kind of put on the back burner and say, you know what, that might be nice if I had money to burn. You know, having something flowing with movement to catch people's eye would be great if I was rolling in money and could just focus on making my cart really pretty or aesthetically pleasing or something any artist would be proud of. But I'm not there yet. I'm at the point where I'm fighting for my survival with my products. So just a word of advice, don't chase every uh, thing that a customer tells you because they will throw out ideas all day long and they haven't validated them. It's just what popped in their mind whenever they were at your place. And so just realize some are good, some are going to be bad, and so some are going to be put on the back burner. But thank them for them all and encourage people to give you feedback. Encourage your customers to give you feedback. If you have an idea you're not sure about, go to your existing customers. Would you buy this if I had it? I'm thinking about adding something, thinking about doing something different. What do you think? And they might tell you something different. And don't ask just one of them. Ask multiple and see what they say. You can validate without investing in it. And if you validate it and it seems like it's going to make you money, then go ahead and invest in it. Otherwise, leave it alone. Don't waste your time. Keep doing what you're doing, sticking with your core values. Oh, that's my lesson for today because, boy, every night at the pier, somebody's got something to tell me. So, And I love it. I love to hear it. But I could, I could spend all day the next day doing what people ask me to do or suggested me to do and never really get to my true core business. So... Anyway, hope you have good luck finding out what your customers want and you're able to get to the revenue-producing ones and get rid of the ones that are not producing revenue. So 
Thank you for listening today. I appreciate your support and your time so much. And again, just so you'll know, if you need a website for any reason whatsoever, any reason, please go to the brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. I've made it really easy for you. I've put the link in there where all you got to do is fill in what web address you're looking to buy. It'll tell you if it's available, tell you what the price is, and if you buy it, I'll send you the plug-in page, uh, the cheat sheet for the plugins that will tell you exactly what you need to go ahead and get on there. Um, there are literally millions of plugins, and so you can kind of get lost in that plugin world. And then if you get too many plugins on your website, it can really slow it down and affect performance. So I'll give you the ones you really need to go ahead and have to get started, and that way you'll be found by your people. You'll be found by the search engines, and you'll also be blocked from all the spam bots and the robots that are going to try to come to your website. So brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash website. Listen, you guys have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So, whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.